You're listening to the Vineyard Community Church Podcast. For more information, visit vccmountcomfort.org. Well, I'm glad Pastor took some time to talk about the calendar of the church and about the 12 days of Christmas. So we, we kind of divided the morning into two sermonettes. So that was the first sermonette. And I'm going to give you a little sermonette now. And uh, this is just a, a little uh, message that I felt the Lord lay on my heart while I was having my devotions this week. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the nativity. And the message of the nativity is, y'all come. Y'all come. So here is a picture of my nativity at home through the eyes of my four-year-old grandson. He put this up for me. And after he left, I thought, you know what? I'm not going to touch a piece of that. And the more I looked at it this week, the more I realized that there was true truth being displayed right there. So I want you, I'll give you a little background on this manger scene. Um, This manger set belonged to my mother's mom. So it was my grandmother's. And the whole time I was growing up in our home, that set was up. And so as I sensed my mother in her later years, maybe getting ready to go home to the Lord, I said, Mom, if neither one of my other sisters requests that of everything you have, that is what I would love to have. And she bequeathed that to me and passed it down. And as she passed on then, this is something that I remember her by every year. And then you can't see it, but there's a little fence that goes up around it. And there's a little well a little, with a little bucket and a little crank. It is too cool. So what do you, I want, I want to ask you a couple questions about this scene. What do you see up there? Can you see baby Jesus? You can see him, can't you? But what else do you see? Who else is crowded around in there with him? Do you see a shepherd, maybe? Definitely you can see Mary. Joseph is there, but he's kind of lost in the crowd, isn't he? Uh, Do you see some animals? Do you see wise men? What's the message there? The message is that all are welcome. The message is come. Whatever your station in life, are you rich, are you poor, are you healthy, are you ill, are you Greek, are you Jew? Are you male or female? All are welcome without favoritism around Jesus. He calls us to him. He he draws us to him. That's why he came. 
to draw all men unto himself. So I think that is a very precious picture of really, I think, the heart of God. So I want to share just a couple of scriptures that support that. I don't have any slides today, just this one. And I think it speaks for itself. We don't need any of the slides. So all the people, regardless of their station, are crowded in around baby Jesus. There is no position of importance or deference to the wealthy, regardless of, this, of their person, their occupation, their race, their ethnicity. People of all stations of life are welcome, are invited. How did Jesus invite us to crowd in around him? He died on a cross. He was buried and he resurrected and he arose back to the Father. He ascended into heaven. And as he did that, he said, come unto me, all of you. I will give you rest. And so the Father, through Jesus, invites all of us. I want to read a couple of verses that support this idea that there are no favorites in God's family. Now, I know each one of us says, God loves you, but I'm his favorite. But you know, the truth is, as we believe in Jesus Christ, we are all the apple of his eye. And that is a phrase that simply means precious unto him. So Acts 10, 34 and 35. Now, Peter utters this. He is at Cornelius's house, and God is showing him that all are going to be welcome to Jesus. And then Peter began to speak and said, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts men and women from every nation who fear him and do what is right. No favoritism. Romans 2.11 also says that same thing. God does not show favoritism. So let's say that together. God does not show favoritism. I want you to hear that, not with your ears, but in your heart. Because I think we can look around and say, oh, but she does this and he does that and they're so much higher in God than me. Nope. God does not show favoritism. We see that again in Ephesians 6, 9. So those are scriptures I want you to look at when you go home yourself this week. Acts 10, 34 and 35, Romans 2, 11, and Ephesians 6, 6, 9. Galatians 3.8 is the one verse that I had, had kind of quoted there earlier uh, on, but I want to I read that. Galatians 
You are all sons and daughters of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. And we're going to say that together. We are all one in Christ. Let's say that again. We are all one in Christ. John wrote this in the revelation that he received on Patmos. Revelation 7, 9. John writes, And after this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, every tribe, every people, every language, standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in one loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb the lamb who is worthy, the lamb who was slain, and so is worthy. And I'm gonna light the last candle, the Christ candle. My heart's, my heart's desire for you today, and I believe this is God's heart's desire for you, is that you would press into Jesus, that you would join all the peoples of the earth crowding in around him. His word tells us in Jeremiah 29, verses 13 and 14, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. Amen to the word of God. Hallelujah. Now we're going to celebrate our oneness as we crowd around Jesus this morning. On Christmas Eve, when we did the last song, Silent Night, all of us that were present came up and lit our candles from candles across the front that had been lit from the Christ candle. And it was very beautiful. And we sang the songs of the night here in a circle with our candles. So this morning, we're going to bring our communion up and we're going to take communion in a circle together. And the worship team is going to take communion with us. 
and then they're going to slip up to the platform and lead us in our last song. So I want you to all to come. Thank you, Pastor. I want you all to come. Bring your communion with you. I want you just to picture yourself as you come in. We're going to be pressing in to the nativity just like they are. Press in. Press in. Let's press in to Jesus. And so I want us to take the body of Christ, if you can get your wafer out. Jesus said, do this, take communion, break bread with one another in remembrance of me. Where does our first remembrance of Jesus start? In the manger. He set aside his own glory and made himself of humble appearance as a man. Jesus will never be able to thank you enough. But in this moment, we humbly thank you. We take your body. May it strengthen us for the days ahead. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To receive more audio content from The Vineyard, click the subscribe button in iTunes.